What is up, wrestling fans? Welcome to episode number 366 of the Smartout Moment Smack Talk Podcast Hot Tags of the Week, where we will be talking about the current events, the rumors, the news, the gossip, and everything else that went down in the world of professional wrestling over the past couple of days. Technically, it's only three stories, but what the hell? Quicker episodes are fun every once in a while. And whatever else we feel like just throwing out there, we will as well. And who is we? Well, I'm your host as always, Tony Mango, and joining me as always is Robert DeFelice. Hello, Tony. How are you on this fine evening slash morning? Uh, I still am having breathing problems from, I'm assuming, high blood pressure. (laughs) I think I've needed a break since, uh, what would it be? All of 2018? Because we had a Royal Rumble, then it was WrestleMania season and stuff, and then they suddenly added the greatest Royal Rumble, and then we went into all the other kind of things, and then it was like, I need a break, and then we got into the whole summer season, and then it became like all those things, and yeah. That's the newest uh, thing, is it's been like two weeks where every, I don't know, maybe there's maybe like a dozen days over the past two weeks or so that I haven't been able to get a full breath. That's fun. One of these so, days, uh, it's going to be like a tribute show to me. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Uh, donate to the Patreon. <laughs> medical, medical bills taken care of. Goddamn, I might. I haven't been to the doctor since uh, I think I was 20. So uh, over, need, over 10 years. You need the doctor. Fuck the doctor. That's not good. Don't uh don't learn any life lessons from me when it comes to taking care of yourself, everybody. Like, uh, I clearly do not get enough exercise because I sit at the fucking desk all day, and I don't get enough sunlight because I'm fucking sitting at a desk all day. Uh, you know, there's a lot of problems like that. So, there's not not gonna be like health talk with Tony Mango at any point, unless it's like, do as I say, not as I do. Anyway. Those are hot tags. (laughs) It'll be a quicker one. Uh, We are going to talk about... Actually, let's, you know, just start with the most recent thing here, because why not? Edge and Christian's show that totally reeks of awesomeness had another episode here. Uh, I didn't get your opinion on the first episode. Uh, It was amazing. Everything that they do is hysterical. And what I like about their show is they're not afraid to... It kind of takes shots at wrestling fans, and it makes it all the more enjoyable to watch. See, I didn't like this first episode of the second season, but I did like this one a lot better. And what's odd about it is, and I'm going to get probably castrated in the comments here, I've never seen The Goonies. So I'm sure there were jokes that com- were completely lost on me, and I still liked this episode more. My uh, favorite joke in particular... It's so dark and cavernous and devoid of life in here. Are we in the impact zone? And then, come on, I kind of work there. <laughs> I love, you know, they they just they just are not afraid to hit on anything. And Dreamer is great at that kind of stuff. He had another great line, which was, uh, "Please don't be Francine. Beulah will be so hot." Which, uh, those of you that don't know, Beulah is his wife. Mm-hmm. And Beulah, uh, arguably, who do you pick, Beulah or Francine? I mean, I'd probably go Francine, but uh, Beulah all day. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. no wrong answer to that question. She is a she's a damn fine looking woman. I have a picture of me uh, when I was a little kid standing next to Francine, looking very intimidated because she's of course wearing like a really low cut shirt. And I'm just kind of like, I don't know, 11 at the time or something. And I'm like, ah, where do I, where do I look? <laughs> that kind of thing. Uh, uh, another great part of this episode, I thought, was Carlito popping up and him saying, like, I, you know, you bet you never see me again. And I'm no young buck, but there's plenty of money to be made on the indie circuit. <laughs> that was funny, too. It makes me wish that there were a lot more just fuck it with all of their stuff because the product is so much better where they're just like yeah this is a thing that's real and we're going to acknowledge it I love that they make fun of you brought up that they bring up uh, 
shots at like wrestling fans and stuff. I love that they can do that and that they can also not just be like, hey kids, remember the gobbledygooker? <laughs> like they actually make jokes about shit like the impact zone and they make jokes about bringing back people from older eras and you know, taking shots at those kind of people. And even like the Chumpstein challenge today, it was just old action figures. And I never played with any of those specific action figures because they're even further back from them my time. But, you know, I was kind of like, that's interesting that they're bringing up Corporal Kirshner on a show. And like, when you know, when are you going to see that elsewhere? Because everything's so wrapped up in its own stuff right now. That you rarely get a chance to just kind of be like, hey, isn't it funny that we brought back arrogance for a joke? Or that they brought up um, uh, Rick the Model Martel and like, you know, just th- when they do the kind of stuff like that, that's what I like best about these kind of shows. Yeah, I think my favorite Ed and Christian show joke of all time was, please, they're making fun of the fan chants and they're like, please retire. And Christian goes, Dude, you already retired. And Edge kind of goes, well, didn't you? And he's just like, uh, we're not allowed to talk about it. Because they never actually right. <laughs> acknowledge that Christian was retired. Or pot shots at things like Tommy Dreamer doesn't get a title. I love stuff or like that like I the, love. What what else is there? The uh, The AJ Styles challenge where they brought in, like, these fans from YouTube that were just marking out over AJ, and they kind of, like, actually let them meet AJ. I thought that was pretty cool. See, that's the stuff I like, but I don't like the things, like the AJ Styles segment from this episode about cats. That, to me, that fell flat. Well, you know, I I was going to make a... Dirty joke, but I lost it. <laughs> uh, so I still say um, see it, but it's still not something that I'd be like, you got to go out of your way to watch it. If you ever have some downtime, you should watch all of the Edge of Christian show. But it's not like Tony said, it's not like, okay, watch it now. Uh, let's go to the TakeOver story, because why not? NXT TakeOver New York, because they don't want to call it Brooklyn Five. I don't know why they don't want to call it Brooklyn Five. That's just stupid to me. Uh, still no clarification on that, as far as I know. Like, there hasn't been, like, a, you know, press conference where they've been like, yeah, we changed it because of this reason, but for the future, if anybody is listening to this and stuff, if you get to be asking some kind of question like that, Please ask the question because I really want to know their corporate response to this kind of thing where it's just sort of like, well, we thought that that better reflected whatever or something like that. I don't know, it's stupid. But NXT TakeOver New York, it was really strange that they hadn't put out any kind of notifications about tickets before. And when they were doing the packages for WrestleMania, they still hadn't said what was going on with NXT TakeOver. So now we know why. It's because they are switching TakeOver from Saturday night to Friday night. Saturday night is going to be the Hall of Fame now, which in itself is positive and negative. One of the positives that comes to this is they don't have to go head-to-head with those shows at Madison Square Garden. And yeah, I think that which, that's the main, why, uh, main reason why that they did this. Which, to me, makes total sense. I remember when wrestle votes broke the news on twitter and it was like yeah that makes perfect sense to me don't make the fans choose between ring of honor and madison square garden and nxt now granted as of this recording and it's 12 21 a.m on december 4th i'm of the opinion that ring of honor at msg will fall flat because i don't think they're gonna have the group of guys that are bringing everybody to Ring of Honor and New Japan in the first place, being the elite. But I still don't think that they should have made fans choose. Now, my gripe is with the people on the internet who will stare and go, 
well, they don't like competition. And look, Ring of Honor's got them on the ropes and they're running scared. But had WWE just ran the show, it would have been, well, look at them. They're trying to stomp out the Indies. Like, you can't please anybody. And that was the exact statement that WWE gave was, you know, we're looking to better service the fans. And this works out better for the fans. And they're like, boo, you don't care about the people. (laughs) (laughs) You don't care about the fans. Fuck you for giving us a choice. Although yeah. I do have to admit, I don't think that this is WWE saying, well, a lot of people would probably get, like to see those other shows. Let's move our event. I'm assuming that this is them going, oh, fuck it. It's going to be a little bit harder to run this show, and we're not going to get full coverage because people are going to be talking about that too. So how about we move that because we already have that center. Like it's, We don't have to change you know, the venue or something like that. How about let's move that. Let's make it a little bit easier on ourselves, and then, you know, kind of do that. But the downside to this, though, and this is something that I don't think that people are really thinking all that much about, the Hall of Fame goes long. And when they were doing that on Friday night, it made a lot of sense, because on TakeOver, being a Saturday night, people could pretty much stay the whole Hall of Fame, and the next night they weren't performing. You know, TakeOver people, of course, the NXT people were, but main roster people, they weren't performing on Saturday night because that was the TakeOver show. Now, with the Hall of Fame being on Saturday night, we're going to see a situation like what we had before where whenever they show the crowd again, the crowd's going to be empty. And that's not good for the Hall of Fame. So, probably popular opinion here, but can we stop this? Like, it's got to be... A class of seven people. Like, can we just have like four really good inductees and just like not have the show run for seven hours? Or maybe just like trim the speeches for certain people. Like, you don't need every single person to cut some 45 minute promo on stuff. And yeah, certain but people. You don't want to short people. Like, look at Hillbilly Jim ran long and it was like, okay, whatever. But you also don't want to short him. Like, wrestling was his life. He deserves the chance to yeah. sit there and talk about it. It's like, if you were the type of person who would want to be going up there, you would want to talk as long as you could. And I totally understand that, and they deserve to have that time and all that. But at the same time, certain people, it's kind of like, Stan Hansen talked for like 25 minutes about, you gotta have a good opponent. And it was like, I fucking get it, dude. <laughs> you know, like, maybe... <laughs> There could be, like, some kind of coaching for, like, the speeches. Like, the the people can submit, like, a, a speech idea ahead of time or something, and then the people can go, all right, judging by what you've sent in, you've given us 18 pages worth of shit. Can you please <laughs> trim that down a little bit? We don't need to have the full rundown of every single person that you've ever fought with in your entire career. We get it that you are, you know, looking back on your full career and maybe there can even be like a supplemental type of thing. Like, you know how the Oscars has a type of thing where people can afterward get interviewed and then they can kind of thank some more people and stuff. Maybe do something like that with the hall of fame. Cause they, yeah. shit, they have the, the fallout video kind of things on YouTube kind of have like an extended, you know, you've got an extra couple of minutes here Charlie Caruso is going to interview you. She's going to look slamming in her dress, I'm sure, again. Uh, you know. But yeah, that kind of a thing could make a difference. And by the way, cheap plug, if you are interested in Oscar talk, I wrote up an article about the Oscars uh, yesterday, posted that up because I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know, the Oscars should be Comic-Con for movies. It should be MovieCon. Oscars weekend. And I have a whole pitch on there on fanboysanonymous.com, so go ahead and check that out. When are the Oscars this year? They're usually like February or so. Uh, I just really want to talk about that whole, uh, was the most, most popular, popular award. Yeah, yeah the one that they were like, how about we have like a most popular movie? That's, is that good for you guys? Then people are like, oh, so the Black Panther Award, you don't want to give a best picture? And then they're like, we're not. Uh, oh, fuck, you guys saw right through that. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, no, fuck you, because... Many other superhero movies could have easily won Best Picture, but that's neither here nor there. Different hot tag, different 
thing entirely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so do you like this uh, switch from Saturday to Friday? Because overall, I look at it as kind of a wash. It's good and it's bad, and TakeOver is still going to be awesome no matter what. I kind of like it from a fan perspective of, oh, thank God, I kind of have a day break where I'm not like, oh, fuck, WrestleMania is not going to live up to this shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's a good point, because, shit, even when it comes to just, like, doing coverage, it's going to be nice to have that day where I don't have to do coverage of the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you know, I I like it. And for that matter, I like TakeOver more when they were just individualized and not grouped in with the Big Four. Now, it does make more sense to group them in with the Big Four, but I really enjoyed it more when it was its own thing and you didn't have to like, all right, are you ready for 12 hours of wrestling this weekend? Let's do it. Then we have the Overrun, and then we have Raw, and then we have SmackDown. Yeah. It's going to be weird, though, when we have SmackDown on Friday nights because they can't do that again at WrestleMania next year. Mm, that's true. Then what are they going to do? Actually, there was a post from WrestleVotes that suggested that Fox was actually a key component in them moving TakeOver to Friday. For some reason, Fox is in favor of that. Huh. I wonder what stake that they would have when it comes to that. Maybe there's like um no. No, they can't just like suddenly broadcast like takeover on Fox or something. I don't know. That's weird. How do, how do you feel about since we're here, the idea of them potentially streaming WrestleMania as they do the Super Bowl on like Fox? Good and bad because it's kind of one of those things where I can understand why they would want to do it. If it gets as mainstream as Super Bowl, then that's fantastic. But you got to also assume with that comes a lot of bad stuff too, because then they're going to run commercials and then they're going to do stuff like have a halftime show probably. And I don't really like the idea of that unless WrestleMania finds a way to still be WrestleMania and not like, well, this is corporate WrestleMania. I don't know. I mean... That's tough. Yeah, I, I can agree with you there. I'd almost rather have them do that with SummerSlam. Yeah, I don't think that SummerSlam has the brand that WrestleMania does. WrestleMania's brand is almost bigger than the WWE brand itself. So I don't know if that would work for any other show. But WrestleMania, I'll tell you what would be a fun one, though. The Royal Rumble. Can you imagine just like for somebody who's never seen WWE before for their first show would be the fucking Royal Rumble where it's like everybody in the ring at once. I actually uh, Royal Rumble 09. I invited a couple people over to see it over at my house and a couple of them weren't really wrestling fans. They were mostly just coming over to hang out and they were so confused because they were just like, wait. So it's every 30 seconds or no, it's every minute. And then it's like, well, no, it's not every minute. It's every 90 seconds. But technically it's not every 90 seconds because they can just fuck around with it whenever they want. And then they're like, okay, so if you go, wait, is that guy out? And it's like, no, he's, he went under the second rope. Okay. Well then why is it, why did he go into the second rope? It's like, I don't know, because they just like, you know, there's a lot of things like that. I think it's too inside baseball kind of thing. Really? And WrestleMania is the Super Bowl of it, so like they would have to go with WrestleMania, but I kind of don't want WrestleMania to get tainted like that. I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon, but we'll see. It might. I don't know. And we were just talking inside baseball and the Super Bowl, but let's talk about the XFL. Uh, if you have followed the discussion of the XFL that we've had on Smartout Moment, for how many months now? I don't know. Either way, uh, it's it kind of boils down to this. And God damn it, I used the phrase boils down to. Ah, that's been my fucking phrase for this year. It's the sort of thing where none of us are like the biggest football fans. But since this is tangentially about WWE and it's Vince McMahon and Alpha Entertainment and all this other kind of stuff, it's kind of easy to follow 
at least now, <laughs> before they start getting into things. So I figure, you know what, anytime that there's an XFL story, it's worth potentially talking about. And this one is something that they technically don't really want people to talk about right now because it's a bit of a spoiler. They have announced one of the eight teams. Kind of. They announced one of the cities for the eight teams. And well, they announced all of the cities on their website. That's the thing. is They, they say that on the 5th, on Wednesday, that there's going to be a press conference kind of announcement, and that's when they're going to reveal everything. But some super sleuths online went ahead and looked on their contact page, and their contact page had eight fucking things listed. So we know what the team's uh, cities are. We don't know the team names, and they could carry over some things in the past, like the hitmen or, you know, whatever. But we at least know what the eight cities are, and I'm surprised about some of them. The one that they had announced is St. Louis, Missouri. Which that makes to sense, me because apparently they lost uh, their NFL team, so that makes sense. Still a little bit to me, but at the same time, and this is actually you know what, like let's kind of bounce around here. I I went through Wikipedia or some other website. I can't remember what it was, and I looked at the top biggest cities in the United States. And before I even did that, I wrote down in my mind what I would have thought that the top 10 cities would have been. And some of them worked, some of them didn't. But if you have to pick eight cities, I mean, one of them that WWE has on their list is an obvious one. It's New York. That's just, there's no discussion. New York had to have a team. Yeah. Uh, Los Angeles, to me... You didn't necessarily need to have Los Angeles, but you needed California. So it could have been San Diego, could have been San Jose, could have been San Francisco, could have been, you know, any of those kind of things, Oakland. But I would have thought Los Angeles would make the most sense, too. They could have called them the Hollywood Hogans. <laughs> I don't know if they'd want to do that in 2018, but... Uh, you know that Texas needed one. And that could have been Houston, Dallas, San Antonio, Austin, whatever. They went with two teams. They went with Dallas and Houston. And that, to me, is a big, like, what? Why does Texas get two teams? Well, everything's bigger in Texas, Tony, including the amount of XFL teams that you get, apparently. Well, I went through my list, and I grouped things based off of region. So when I did like the uh, the Texas section, I had Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, and New Orleans, Louisiana as like, all right, if you have like, if you only need eight teams and you can't get any more, then New Orleans doesn't get a team. But New Orleans would probably root for Texas or Florida in that kind of scenario, in my mind. And that's like, all right, you're still covering that part of the country and whatever. Two teams in Texas to me seems like, well, why wouldn't they move one of these to, like, I don't know, Atlanta, Georgia? Or, uh, well, this is not the same area, but, hey, like, Denver, Colorado? You know, like... Uh. Now, what are the two places that are getting it? Houston and what? Dallas. Okay. Because one of the weird things that stood out to me is that there's no Chicago team. Right. Chicago is another one of the ones that I thought was a guarantee. Now, we also have to take into account Charlie Ebersol's AF. Or AAF, I should say. And maybe they're trying to stay out of cities that the AAF is going into, and maybe Chicago got a bite from the AAF before the XFL could get there. I don't even, know. Even then, though, I mean, if you don't have Chicago, you're still missing, well, for those interested, the other teams that we haven't mentioned are Seattle, Washington. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. Tampa Bay, Florida, and Washington, D.C. So that makes the, the eight teams, Dallas, Texas, Houston, Texas, 
New York, Los Angeles, St. Louis, Seattle, Tampa Bay, and Washington, D.C. Um, to me, the biggest standouts are you needed New York, of course. You needed somewhere in Florida, which could have been Jacksonville, could have been Orlando, could have been Tampa, could have been Miami, whatever. But you needed Florida. So they checked those two things off. They checked off Los Angeles. And then that's like, okay, you you throw a fourth one for the Texas one. And then the four other teams... I wouldn't have gone another Texas, St. Louis, Seattle, and Washington, D.C. I would have gone Chicago. I can make an argument for Denver. I can make an argument for Philly or Pittsburgh. But I can also see why people would say, well, Philly and Pittsburgh, they don't need one because you've got the New York one and then that that defaults to New York. But Yeah, like Connecticut doesn't have any. Yeah, and Maine isn't going to have a team. And New York can at least serve as like that hub for Philly, New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, New Hampshire, Vermont, Maine, uh, Delaware. Like I can, that can understand that as being New York. New York, if you had to go between New York and Philly or Pittsburgh, you go with New York. It's like, come on. Uh, I'm but just like glad they didn't do what they do for WrestleMania and call them. The New York, New Jersey team. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, I would have been... I wouldn't have been shocked, I should say, if Boston would have had a team. But again, maybe they merged that into the New York one. Uh, oh, like a, like a New England? Yeah, like team? it's kind of just like, this is New England, we're all the New York team. Maybe that's what it is. There's no Baltimore team. That's, you know, the Washington, D.C. one. Which, okay, you go with Washington, D.C. instead of Baltimore. All right. I can see that to a certain extent. But we got so many other places that could have had teams. I mean, Indianapolis, Detroit, Milwaukee, Minneapolis, the entirety of Ohio, Louisville, Kentucky, Nashville, Tennessee, Charlotte, North Carolina. Maybe not, but hey, you know, it's kind of weird. Phoenix, Arizona, Las Vegas. Like, Maybe the Las Vegas and the Phoenix one is incorporated into the California, but why Seattle? I don't know. There's probably a lot of like money-based decisions and politicking that we don't understand. It has to be something like that, or it's just literally Vince McMahon being like, I like Seattle better than Denver, or, well... I can't. I'll give a second one to Texas instead of giving one to Tennessee. You know? You know what? This is a real entertainment industry that he has running with Alpha, and I can't see him being as petty as he is with pro wrestling. I could, because, hey, he's already done it for WWE. What's to say he doesn't just go, well, that's how I operate, you know? I don't know. I give this man the benefit of the doubt way too often. So probably, but you know, I th- I think he's maybe more willing to listen to others, especially after the sad failure that was the first XFL. There is a thing saying that they might expand past the 2020 season because this first season is supposed to be, if I'm remembering correctly off the top of my head, 10 games for each team. Which, that's really not all that much. Listen, I think we just need to get to a season two. You know, the first XFL unfortunately came at a time where Vince McMahon was the top creator in the world. And if Callum was here, he'd say, well, I don't know if that's true. But it came at the heyday of the WWF. And they were expecting a lot from Vince McMahon. And now I don't think there's that pressure. There might be internal pressure to not fail again, but I don't think there's that pressure from a public standpoint of, well, we're expecting something monumental here. You're Vince McMahon. You know, I think a lot of people have moved on from Vince in the, you know, quote unquote real world. That makes sense, what I'm saying? Kind of like uh, 
the expectations are so low right now that as long as it doesn't turn into a fucking train wreck, it's still going to be good. Yeah, like, I think there'd be more pressure from the public if John Cena was saying, I'm going to start my own football league because he's more in the public eye. Vince, I think people respect him. I think people still like him, but it's not like, well, what are you going to do for us, Vince? You know, we're saying that as wrestling fans because he still controls a large portion of the content that we consume, but the regular public, not so much. And, I mean, to be fair, something like the XFL is something that we are kind of in the trenches for because we follow pro wrestling. People that are really, really into football might not give a shit whatsoever. Because it's like, you know, this is the XFL, you gotta be kidding me. I was thinking about that. Now, do you think that there is a genuine possibility for burnout? I know nothing about football. Couldn't care less about sports in general but it seems like there would be a high burnout on football if you've got the AF, the NFL and even the XFL I don't know that's weird because it's uh, sports are one of those things that I can see so many people are so like deeply deeply in love with Yet there's so many people as well that are just sort of like, yeah, it's fun. And you always see like bandwagoners when like, you know, the certain team is getting into the World Series or something like that. Like I'm from like the Philadelphia area. So, of course, when the Eagles were winning, everybody was just like, oh, yeah, you know, go birds. And you're like, you don't fucking watch football. Like, I'm not going to pretend. I don't I don't watch football. I don't care. Given a choice. You said go birds. Right. That's what they say. People are all like, go birds. Yeah, you know. (laughs) Carson Wentz, you know, shit like that. It's like, okay, if you asked me who should win the Super Bowl if you had a choice, Tony, I'd be like, well, give it to Philadelphia because, like, you know, a lot of people around my area want that to happen and I want to see them happy. And plus... I know that the city will burn and you know, that's <laughs> Philly has that fucking tendency where it's like, yeah, we won. Let's go smash some shit. <laughs> like, you know, and it's, I, when it happened, I laughed my ass off because they had said ahead of time that they greased the poles in Philly because they knew people would climb them if they won the fucking Super Bowl. And then when it happened, there were literal videos of fires on the street of people just being like, yep, city's burning. <laughs> it was like <laughs> amazing. Give the Eagles all the fucking trophies. Give them the belt. But, uh, you know, like I don't follow football. And I really don't follow football as much as some people that I know. And, the, you know, my buddy Chuck is like a diehard Dolphins fan. And if you ask him to talk about the Dolphins, he could bring up fucking anything about like, oh, this one player in the one season, whatever and stuff. Some people are like that, and some people, they can't get enough football. But there's other people that they're just kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, Super Bowl is fun to watch every year, or, you know, we're going to go to a football game every once in a while, or even like myself when it comes to the Phillies. Like, I don't give a shit about the Phillies, yet I went to, I think, three baseball games this past year just for something to do, kind of. And uh, I'm sure at some point I'll take Caroline, and she doesn't care about baseball. She doesn't even know, like you know, explain to me what baseball is to a certain extent. Cause it's like, she just doesn't follow it. So she doesn't get like the rules and stuff like that. And the two of us w- are not going to be like, Oh, that's the guy that hit this one fucking, we don't care. Uh, but some people, they really are like one sport type people too. And I know plenty of people that are like, they are really into basketball you ask them to watch something about hockey and they're like, this is stupid. And in my mind, it's like, wait, this is the same thing. It's just perpetually going left and right and left and right and left and right and left and right and left and right over and over and over again. So it's weird. Like, do they follow the NFL and then continue to follow the XFL and the AAF and college football? Or are they the type of people that they follow the NFL and nothing? Or do they go from the NFL to the MLB to the NBA 
and they kind of just follow the mainstream ones. In my head, it's got to be like wrestling where I try to consume as much as is reasonably possible. But I know that you only watch the WWE, you know what I mean? Outside of being like, I, I made sure to watch All In, and if they do All In too, which sure they will, because we talked about the whole All Elite Wrestling and stuff before, I'll watch All In too, or All Out, or whatever they're going to call that it's second one. Double or nothing. And I'll, you know, I'll be watching that, and if I can watch the next Wrestle Kingdom, I'll check that out. But you might as well. You don't sleep, so. It would actually be a good time zone for you. <laughs> it probably would be. That's the thing. So it's it's kind of like, it's tough to see what's going to happen with the XFL, but it's already working with negatives because it's already got that XFL name to it. Do you think they should have changed the name? Yeah, they should have. I don't know what they should have changed it to, but XFL to me, it's a joke. And it's like world, uh, world football entertainment. <laughs> like w- if if it's not called Extreme Football League anymore, which I guess it still is. It's not, see, but they're they're using that weird, that new marketing style of minimalism, like like they did with the WWE and like KFC did, where they're not world wrestling entertainment. They're just WWE. Right. And when KFC did that, it was so stupid. It's like, well, KFC stands for Kentucky Fried Chicken, but we're not Kentucky Fried Chicken. We're KFC. Okay, well, what does KFC stand for? Fried Chicken. Yeah, then you're like, okay, so what are you going to get at KFC then? Kentucky Fried Chicken. Okay, well, then you're Kentucky Fried Chicken. Shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? So, Um, XFL is like, it's a joke, though. That's the thing. Like, people make jokes about the XFL. I'm surprised that they went with that name because. And this needs to be talked about in a few platforms. The X is like so past its prime. It's like, the fucking 90s thing. Everything is X. Like I go back and I'm like, it's amazing how much shit was just branded with the letter X in the 90s and the early 2000s. Like Xtreme and the X games. and It's like when everything was something 2000. Yeah. It's very uh, dated marketing. I think it was just the fact that they already owned the name and they already had some kind of equity in the name. And I think Vince McMahon, if he gets the goddamn opportunity to do the WBF again. He's going to bring back Ico Pro or something. Just just to not fail. And you heard a snort from me, but fuck it, leave it in there. But just to not fail... Vince McMahon would totally do Agopro in like a 2018 sense where he got the supplements and here's the Pro app where you're going to track your diet and exercise and holy shit, they're going to do this. Yeah, Jim Christian were talking about it, so yeah, you never know. Watch, they're, give it a year or so. You're going to see the Alpha Entertainment Pro app. I... I look at the XFL as one of those things where it's like, this is very, very interesting to me, even before it starts. And I got a feeling once it starts, I'm not going to give a shit. <laughs> it's I'll just be, sort I'll of like, honest, I, I might go to a game or two in Tampa Bay, you know, like that seems like it'd be fun. I would totally go to a New York game if I could, especially if they're called like the New York Hitmen. Oh, yeah. Which I do at some point, and we're not going to do it now because it, this could be a whole main event on its own, but I really want to brainstorm team names because I think the idea of the team names being like the Wildcats is really fucking stupid, but I know that they can't go with wrestling names because then people will be like, why are you naming it the wrestling names? Like, you know, that those kind of things and stuff. So I'm, I'm so fucking curious, even more so about the cities. I'm so curious about the team names. Cause I, if they go with like, we're the, the Dallas crocodiles or something fucking stupid, it'll just be like, oh, okay. So you're a low rent NFL. I want crazy shit. I can't even think of how crazy, but like I want like say, uh, what are the teams like the 
Tampa Bay. Um, what would be something that would be like offensive that you couldn't really do, like or like the Washington D.C. Uh, like some kind of thing about like Congress growing you over type of thing. Like, yeah, oh. no, I was thinking like if you're gonna go D.C., could it be like the the Washington Trumps? You know, like <laughs> just like sick. Just give it to you. You know, I'm looking at the team names for the original XFL. Uh these were kind of great. The Memphis Maniacs, and that was spelled with an X. Oh, you know, God, with an X. God damn it. Because it's fine if it doesn't have the X. Well, but this is 2001. They can get away with that. The Orlando Rage, which is it's a pretty good name. They did it. The New York, New Jersey Hitmen. So they did it the first time. Yeah, they and I, do it I want them to that. keep the Hitmen name. I like that. I do too. If they called the Hitmen, they're my favorite team. Right. Really the New York Hitmen will totally get my fucking cheers. <laughs> um, the Los Angeles Extreme, which is a great take on the LAX airport. Um, oh, yeah. The San Francisco Demons. Like that, you're not going to have. They're not, they're not going to be like the Los, the Los Angeles Extreme or the Demons. Or they might. Because they had already owned names. They had the Chicago Enforcers. Nah, uh, eh, not good enough. What else? Could the Birmingham Thunderbolts. Bland. And the Las Vegas Outlaws. That one's all right. All right. I just, I really hope it's like the Tampa Bay, you know, I, I don't know. I want something badass this year. I don't think, like, yeah, go Buccaneer. No. Like, <laughs> it's like, and coming out, uh, you know, the starting quarterback of the Houston fuck yous. <laughs> well, well, it is the X. Listen, Vince. Make it extreme if it's extreme. Yeah, like, that's, that's what I want, you know? Because the NFL, it's like, well, we're the Browns. And it's like... <sighs> The Browns. Uh, we're the Washington Redskins. Uh, we're the uh, uh, we're the what's the fucking um Seahawks? Like Seahawk, really? That's that's stupid. Make me feel like you are the extreme football league. Have something with the middle finger as a fucking logo. <laughs> like a Seattle will be something stupid about rain. It'll be like the Seattle storm. I wouldn't be shocked at all if it was something about the Space Needle and it was something space-related, like the Seattle Rockets or something. That's that's awful. Mm -hmm. Um, Or the... Let's see. uh, The Tampa Bay... Oranges. (laughs) Like, like, (laughs) so (laughs) The Tampa Bay Retirement Home. It would be so, like... Oh, God damn it. Because that's kind of where marketing is. It's it's very minimalist and very it, – it's clean and it's safe. And that's kind of what I miss about the early 2000s, even though we were just saying how passe extreme is. But, like, there was some fucking creativity here, you know? What if they go with stuff that's, like, sponsored? So it's, like, the St. Louis Olive Gardens <laughs> – uh, I immediately thought of the Seattle Snickers, <laughs> <laughs> or like the Seattle Crunch, and it's just like Snickers Crunch Bar. You know what I mean? Like the sad part is the Crunch wouldn't be that bad of a name for one if it wasn't sponsored by Crunch. If there's no Nestle shit on there, and it was just like some logo of like teeth biting down on like a football, like that could work. Why are we doing all this work for WWE? What the fuck? Or for XFL, technically. Or the New York Empire. I don't hate it. There's your team. The New York Empire. I still like the Hitmen better. I do too, but like... Nowadays, it can't be like, oh, it's the Hitmen. I'm triggered because of, you know, my great-great-great-great-grandfather was a Hitman. And, uh, you know... The the Seattle Social Justice Warriors. (laughs) Yeah. 
the SJWs, they they win everything somewhere down the line. Um, you know, I kind of now I'm interested. I think we'll find out tomorrow. Honestly, I think that whenever they reveal the cities, they're going to reveal the names, and I hope that they're good. I really hope that they're good. Either go like we were saying, extreme and like ballsy and offensive almost and whatever, or just like play it safe and then be like, huh, all right, well, the now we got the better stand for the fucking pledgers. <laughs> That's what their name is. Like, what's what's another thing like they've got the jaguars and the panthers? What's another mountain lion type thing? Other than yeah. mountain lion, cheetah. cheetah came in. So are we gonna get like the St. Louis cheetahs? Like that? That's really stupid if they do that. The St. Louis Hortons. Or um. Or oh my god, they can easily do the St. Louis Vipers. But if they do that, I'd be like, all right, so you're not removed from wrestling at all. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, a nod to Randy Orton. Yeah, you know what? If they do that, then he deserves some royalties. Or like the the Dallas phenoms, you know? Or what do they call Brian? A goat? The Seattle goats? Yeah. (laughs) They could actually do that because the whole greatest of all time thing. They could actually do the goats. I wouldn't be shocked now that you brought that up. Huh. Uh, Well, like... uh, All right, uh... I don't know what they could do for Los Angeles, though. You could do a fire thing, but that would, might be offensive. <laughs> With the wildfires? <laughs> yeah, the, lo- the Los Angeles wildfires? Or, like, the Los Angeles blaze, or, like, the Los Angeles phoenix. Uh, like, what's a what's a fiery uh, like They a already have storm? heat, sorry, Los- basketball. The Los Angeles firestorm. Uh, then you're getting into things with DC. Uh. And then you just call it the Washington D.C. firestorm, <laughs> and, then, and then Warner Brothers owns it. I don't know. Either way, if we do find out about the team names, maybe I'll post something on SmartCowMoment.com about that, just like you know, ripping on them or whatever. Or maybe I'll just factor into the hot tags next week. Whatever the case may be, hot the tags. Houston, the Houston Deadman. <laughs> the Deadman. <laughs> and. uh the Dallas American badasses. <laughs> uh, speaking of American stuff, this is kind of American. Our main event for this week is going to be Mount Rushmore. Uh, we had decided before we, you know, we're trying to figure out ideas and we were brainstorming and we came up with the Mount Rushmore of WWE authority figures. So we're going to be debating who should be the four figureheads when it comes to general managers, commissioners, president, whatever you want to call these different kind of authority figure roles that they have had in WWE. And it's uh, strictly WWE. It's not going to be factoring in Lucha Underground and WCW and some different things like that. So stay tuned for that, which will be Wednesday or Thursday. And uh, the best way that you should be aware of when that gets posted is to subscribe on the YouTube channel and ring that little bell for notifications and just check off that you want to receive those notifications and you will receive those notifications. That's how it works. Uh, You could also follow the Facebook and Twitter at SmartCoutMoment. Hit up the Patreon if you want to show your support on the monetary side of things. And you could also buy some t-shirts on the Redbubble and Public shops. Check out smartcoutmoment.com for all the other kind of articles that are happening there. I'm probably going to be bringing back small package and uh, article form when I decide randomly every once in a while if I just have like a quick opinion about something. I'd like to be able to post something like that. So small package articles will basically just be a couple lines or something like that where it's just kind of like, you know, I, I had an idea of doing something like I miss blank and just kind of thinking of like, what are some things that I miss? You know, I miss having pyro and just if I did a small package on that, it'd be like small package. I miss pyro and WWE. A couple of sentences about that. Uh, one thing that you guys should also be aware of now that we are in December, start making your lists for the end of the year awards, if you want to participate in that in some fashion by leaving your comments and telling us what your picks are and stuff like that, 
start jumping onto it now because we have, I counted it yesterday, there are 82 categories if you count best and worst of different Jesus, things. Tony. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, I Jeez, got rid of, I got rid of categories, but I added a couple and stuff. So there's 41 different categories technically, and then there's the best and the worst kind of a thing. Actually, no, that, that means that there's uh, 81 because one of the categories only has one. So that's the most shocking of, moment of the year. So 81 different categories when you count the best and the worst. Lots of things to break down, and those are all over the place when it comes to best and worst heel of the year to best and worst on-screen uh, one-off cameo appearance. Like, you know, uh, Bruce Pritchard pops up as Brother Love, like that type of thing. We've got, like, the best and the worst new program of the year. Lots of different kind of things that go along with that. So start making up your list now, everybody. And if you are unaware of what those categories are, I'll probably post something on Mega Maniacs or something like that. But I already plugged all that stuff on that. I already plugged fanboysanonymous.com earlier. So check out Fanboys and follow all that stuff on the social media stuff over there eWrestlingNews.com for the stuff I have happening there and Bleacher Report as well for that. And that's it for my plug. So hit us with yours, Rob. Uh, WrestleZone.com for your daily wrestling news. I literally, guys, I work there six days a week now. So all the support that you can give to that would mean a lot to me. Um, TimeKillerApparel.com. It's still my side project, my passion project. You can check out the hoodies and t-shirts we have there. Um, I'm hoping to do some stuff with that coming soon. Let's see what else do I got. Uh, Triple Threat this week is an NXT year in review. So that should be a lot of fun. People love talking about NXT. And I think that's it for me. That's it for all of us, everybody. Thank you for listening. Drop your comments below and tell us what you thought of these type of... Blah, 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 blah. That's not how you say the word <laughs> topics. Of these topics below... I'm not fucking editing that out. I'm tired. And <laughs> hit that like button and all the other kind of stuff that's happening there. We will see you next time, everybody. This has been another Smart Out Moment, and we're being counted out.